So I'm back on the tailgate of my truck in Asheville, North Carolina. It's March 18th, 2020. Um, today I got up around five. It's been hard to sleep. Um, I think that my immediate thoughts daily are of dread and self-doubt and an overall what the fuck's going to happen with this big slow-moving car crash. But I'm sure that's not just me. Um, as the sun rises and the morning progresses, it seems to ease as I get busy with things. Um, I messaged with Jamie Dove some today, and I think that's helping too. Um, misery loves company and all that, I guess. Uh, I've been back and forth with my staff of my businesses so far today on pretty normal things and making sure that everybody's taking precautions and staying healthy. And this podcast is actually helping. Um, it's helping me a lot. I have to think about it, plan for it. Um, I can check the analytics and the feedback. And from the short preview yesterday, we've got some feedback, so I want to address those things today. It seems like some people think along the lines of what's really the big deal? And what is this dude so worried about? It's just the flu. Stop whining. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. And I see the comments about it on social media when Jamie's posted things personally or on the social media page for this podcast. Some are saying things that um, if you're young and healthy, you won't even have symptoms. But that's just not true. And we have to flatten the curve of this thing. But I'm not a medical expert, so I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. Uh, these are just facts anyway. I would rather talk about why it's a big deal to me and my thought process and why I've been concerned about this for a couple of weeks. And if you hear something in here that I'm missing, um, I'm all ears. So uh, one of my businesses is a real estate investment firm. And as part of that, we manage a lot of property, some that is company owned and some that we manage for other investors. And by that, I mean, we are showing people vacant properties, screening and executing leases with tenants, collecting rent, paying bills for the properties, performing maintenance inside these properties, cleaning them up and turning them after a move out, all that kind of stuff. And there are two important things that you need to know about property management. One is that margins are slim and based on a small percentage of rent that's collected as a commission by us when rent's paid. And two, investors aren't in this line of business to do charity work. So this is a business for them. And like a lot of us, they have bills to pay and they don't usually want to spend money on too much unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, was that two things? I think so. Okay. Well, my immediate concern as I've watched the wave of this from when it started is for our staff that's on the front lines of this. We have tenants in and out of our offices face to face signing leases and making rent payments. And then we have maintenance staff literally going inside a property and crawling around on the floor to make repairs um, in a bathroom or somewhere. And we have leasing agents meeting strangers at vacant properties to show them around. We put our safety protocols for these things in place late last week. And what I mean by that is I just sat down and researched all that I could and typed up our process for what we need to do um, to try and keep people safe, uh, our people and the general public. That's what you have to do as an entrepreneur. There is no handbook that we can just pull off the shelf and dust off. So we close the offices to the public and we've attempted to make every effort to conduct all these functions by phone, email, or our online tenant portal that we put in place a couple of years ago. And we instituted a policy that before we went to any property to perform maintenance, that the tenant would be asked a serious series of five questions about travel and the health of the people in the household. And if it's a yes to any of those, we need to stop and make a plan. Um, and the same for showing vacant properties. 
We also cut out open house style showings that are helpful and much more efficient for us where we may have up to 15, 16 people in a, a property at a time. But as I look back at last week, that was really the easy part. The bigger problem is that the first people that seem to be affected around the world are the hourly blue collar workers and the food service and hospitality industry folks. Basically, all the people that rent. So you don't need to look any further than my co-host Jamie that I mentioned as a prime example of this now that he's made the really tough but correct call to shutter the doors of his restaurants. So he lays off, say, 100 or so people for an undetermined but lengthy amount of time. And I know for a fact that we actually rent to a couple of those people, and now they have no job. Then you carry that to the next step. April rent time rolls around. And we get calls at our offices saying, look, I don't have a job. And then those folks understandably can't pay rent. And there's no management trick or court order that can make them because they no longer have a job or income. And a lot of jurisdictions are closing the courts anyway. Then we have to report back to the owner of the property that we didn't collect any rent. Which means that we as a company also didn't make any money because that's how we're paid. And investors have no money to pay the mortgages on the property because they pay the mortgages based on the cash flow generated by their investment asset. So then I have staff that's been with me for years that would in turn have to be let go. And then they can't pay their obligations. And a point comes where I can't pay mine and so on and so on. We're not there yet, but this is why it's a big deal for my people and my business. And I really hope that everybody's taking this seriously about flattening the curve. And then I look at the state of the federal government's response to this so far, and that's really a big stressor for me uh, because they've been slow about this in every way so far. I mean, it was just last week that the administration was saying it was no big deal and basically the flu, nothing to worry about. So if they just figured out that it was a big deal a couple of days ago, how far behind are they on a response? I'm not being political at all. These are just the facts. I see the typical federal response where the big guys are apparently going to be taken care of because they bought a seat at the table where the decisions are being made. I read about the cruise line industry looking to get a bailout and some of these other large companies, and it just worries me about all the rest of us. We've also had some feedback asking for advice about your own business, and I don't really feel qualified to weigh in on something that personal and complex, but... I'll just say to game out every scenario, write it down if you need to, including worst case and exit strategies and gaming all that out can help lead you to make better decisions for the long term. Uh, I'll post more updates soon. Jamie's going to be on Facebook also with a video or two. So check that out on the Facebook page. I'm trying to get a couple other friends that are entrepreneurs to give us their thoughts on there too, but it's tough. Entrepreneurship is a personal thing and I get it. Successful entrepreneurs have a plan for everything, every scenario. But how could any of us have had a plan for this? If I'm overreacting, that's great. But if I'm not and things play out like they have in the rest of the world, everyone will think I didn't do enough. And that in itself explains the plight of the entrepreneur. All right, we'll talk soon.